Hi, I'm Caleb Price, and you're listening to Relatable Thoughts. Did you know that what goes on in your mind is the reason for everything you experience in life? For your anxiety, for the money you make, your major, your relationships, reaching your goals, even the feelings you feel. So why is no one talking about it? As a college student, a Latter-day Saint, and a certified life coach, I'm speaking up and talking about our thoughts and teaching you how to manage your mind. Because the secret is, you aren't alone in what you think. Your thoughts are totally relatable. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another great episode of Relatable Thoughts. And today, we are getting into it. We are getting into dating. While I have no idea if dating really needs to be talked about, I think it I think it really does need to be addressed. I haven't done an episode on it, and I can't say personally I'm an expert on giving advice, but I am an expert as a life coach and as someone with a lot of experience that I can tell from lots of trial and error, both good and bad, what works and what doesn't, basically. Not to say what works and what doesn't, but to give you kind of like a guidance system to navigate your path in the dating world, basically. I've got a lot of history when it comes to dating. And in fact, it's something that I'm getting help with right now. I have my own dating coach who I get help with. She coaches me through basically becoming the best version of myself, becoming secure with myself, resolving the fears that I have when it comes to things like commitment and showing up, social anxiety, working through those kinds of things that I've encountered in relationships before. And so I've honestly learned quite a bit about myself and about this whole process. And so I wanted to take this episode to give you a chance to learn from me. If you're wondering what the heck you're doing in dating, if you're trying to just figure it out, you think you're doing it all wrong, or you're in a relationship, you're trying to figure out if it's right or not, or if you're just having general problems, basically, even if you're, you know, married or been married for quite a bit, you might learn something, honestly, from um, what I'm about to say here. So let's dive into tips on how to navigate the world of dating, especially as young adults, okay? So number one, dating isn't about completing yourself. A lot of people get into their minds just because of the way society breeds us. It's a weird way to put it. But basically, we grow up in a world with you know romantic comedies and just stories and fiction and all these things that give us the concept that dating is like finding a relationship, finding a partner is like an act of completion. Like we're a missing heart piece and we need to connect it with another heart piece. I don't agree with this. I believe that you must be fully in love with yourself first. And in fact, you don't need, I'm going to put quotation marks around need to be with anyone. You get to do whatever you want. Now, do you want to be with someone? Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. I think I personally think we all should seek after a loving whole relationship with another person, basically, because it's just that next level of what we'd call creation. We just get to experience life differently with another human being. I think things just change entirely. And also we have so many different experiences in relationships with other people that we wouldn't have by ourselves. However, I think we underestimate the value of just being yourself of just being able to love yourself, of being kind of single and being alone, basically. Because in fact, 
that's kind of amazing. It's kind of awesome. My kind of awesome, it really actually is awesome. <laughs> I say this because if you get in the, your head that you need it, you believe that you need another person to complete you, like you're a half and you're missing your other half, basically, instead of just a whole and you want to add a whole nother whole to your, a whole person to yourself in your vicinity, in your life, then we get trapped. We constrict ourselves and we prevent ourselves from receiving the very thing that we desire because we say we need it or that we are lacking of it. And when we say we're lacking of, you know, another person, we're basically saying we're lacking love, even though that's not true, basically. We communicate to ourselves that we alone are not good enough and that we need someone to make us better, to make our experience okay. When that's not true, and the fact of the matter is, is that you, as a human being, with your brain and your mind and your soul and all that combined, basically, are responsible for your life experience. You get to decide what it looks like. You create your own emotions. That is the your experience, basically. And you just get the wonderful opportunity to share it with someone. That's what dating is, that opportunity to figure out if a person is right or not to share it with basically for the rest of your life. But the value, the standard that you want to always keep returning to basically is that you are complete, you are whole, and that you don't need someone to make you better, to make you good enough. Now, you might be inspired to be better because of another person. You might really be inspired and motivated to be with another person because you like the feeling of being with someone. Of course, you want that desire. That desire is healthy and good. It's when we go to the idea of need, it communicates an idea of scarcity, meaning we lack something. And when we lack something, we focus on it. And that's the only thing that we create is that we lack it. Meaning that if you're so driven on needing something, you're never going to get it. It's all about what you desire in the end, but recognizing that you are grateful and whole just as yourself. And in fact, quite content and love being with yourself and would like to add to it. That's the message that I want to get across. Now, the next tip is if you want to date more, you must be seen more. I say this to recognize that basically it's a choice whether or not you go on dates and whether or not you get married. Now, a lot of you might be in uproar about this because you're like, well, no one asked me or like, I mean, if it was really my choice, I would have been married by now or something like that. I, I basically, I just take this to, to the extreme to put into your mind, like if you really wanted to, you could go on a date right now. There are probably lots of people in your life who would love to, honestly, or who would be like, yes, like hands down, let's get married. Like if I really wanted to, I could be married right now. But the thing is, would I, is that what I really want? No, I don't want to just date anyone. I don't want to be married to anybody, basically. I want to be, date a certain kind of person, basically, and I want to get married to only one person, basically. And it's a matter of figuring that out. So it's always a choice what we create, basically. So if you're single, it's because you're choosing to be. That doesn't mean it's a bad thing, basically, but it's just because you're trying to figure out where the right next step is, basically. Who is that kind of person you want to be with? Recognizing it's not about, oh, this person doesn't 
Like, it's not about putting the power in other people's hands. It's about regaining your power and not becoming a victim, but being in charge of your reality, basically. And in order to get that opportunity to figure out the person who has the qualities you desire, how are you going to figure that out? It's trial and error. To get that opportunity, you must put yourself in a place to be seen. In order to go on more dates, in order to experience and figure out what you want, you must be seen more. You must become vulnerable more, basically, and truly show yourself. And one way you can do this is like, obviously, there's lots of ways you can be seen. You know, it's just putting yourself where people that you think you want to be with are. So wherever, you know, they're gathering, basically, in social groups. Um, and that can really honestly be even in dating apps. I personally seriously judged hardcore like dating apps. I was just like, if you should be able to figure it out on your own. Um, you don't you shouldn't need help from <laughs> something like that. And here I am now kind of eating my own words, basically, because I decided to change. I decided, you know what, if I want to be seen more, if what I really want is to like have love, like to find a relationship that I cherish, like I need to be seen more. Like that's a choice that I want to take forward. And so therefore I'm going to put myself everywhere. I'm going to just try and put myself out there in all these different situations so that by trial and error, I can figure it out. It's just like, you know, taking a survey, if the percentage is like, I don't know, 1% um, and you only talk to 10 people, that means 0.1 of those persons is the right person. But if you talk to 100 people, then there's one person. If you talk to 1,000 people, there are 10 people available. What I'm trying to get across, the point is, is that the more people you talk to, the more chance you're going to have in finding the thing that you want. And so that requires being seen more and taking charge of your own destiny, basically taking charge of the thing that you desire for yourself. And don't worry if you like are scared and anxious about these sorts of things, like totally fine. Like I didn't want to go on a dating app, like I said, for a while now. Now it's something that I'm experimenting with. It's not perfect. It's not something like, wow, I love this, but I keep trying basically because the closer you get to failure, the closer you get to success. It's just that's how it works. They're both in the same neighborhood. If you're not failing, you're not close to succeeding. Um, and also, just as a preface to everything that I have said and will continue to say, you don't have to agree with any of this. You get to decide what your life looks like, what your opinions about dating are. I am simply just offering what has worked in my life, what hasn't worked in my life, and what I believe is going to be your keys to success to navigating the world of dating. That's it. So, but you get to decide. And that kind of goes along with this point in saying that you are the only authority in the situation of dating. You get to call the shots. Whatever you decide in the end is what matters. Basically, you get to decide. So like, it's not about like, oh, like I could go on a date with him or like, oh, my parents said like, I should give this guy another chance or like this person said that like, oh, he's kind of attractive and I'm just kind of like, meh, but maybe I'll go on the date. No, none of that. It, like, obviously you can listen to opinions and like maybe that'll be good for you. Maybe you do need to be a little bit more humble like that. But in my opinion, like honestly, like this is the one area of your life. If you had to choose one area of your life where you're like, I only listen to myself on this, it's this area. <laughs> because guess what? Your friends don't date this person your parents are going to date this person. You get to date this person. You will be with this person more by choosing, hey, I want to date this person or, hey, I want to get married to this person. Like it's up to you. And that also means you don't have to be, quote unquote, nice. 
Now, when I say nice, like it's different than being kind, being, you know, of course, be a kind person. I think that's a wonderful thing to do. But when I say nice, I'm referring to the idea of like, well, I didn't really want to go on a first date, but I wanted to be nice or I thought it'd be nice or something like that. If you already know, like someone, a guy asks you, this happens most of the time I see this happen, unfortunately, with girls because a guy asks them and they feel like, oh, well, I should be nice because I don't really get asked out maybe a lot or like this person, like it, it hurt his heart. He put all this effort on the line and I believe it happens, you know, the same way, vice versa as well. You don't have to do that. You don't have to say yes. Of course, be kind and honest with them. And the kindest thing might honestly be if you already know, hey, I know, I believe this isn't going to work out. I don't feel comfortable with this day or it's not something that I want or you're just not the person I'm seeing right seeing in my future. Like you just seem like a friend. Be honest. Be honest and upfront rather than being like, sure, and then kind of leading things along and then just like letting it die. Of course, naturally, like it might feel better to like, quote unquote ghost and I wouldn't even call it ghosting in that sense I feel like that's more later on and it just talking about that lingo in general is like kind of frustrating me because <laughs> because I think it's all kind of like ridiculous a little bit but like that we have like terms for this and whatnot rather than just acknowledging like you just get to decide what you want and no one can tell you what you want if it was the right decision or the wrong decision. No one gets to decide that. You get to decide that. And now that also goes along with the idea that like if you're seeking for like advice a lot of the time or like you're just like, hmm, like what should I say in this scenario? Like what should I write basically? Like I kind of avoid that. I kind of avoid asking you know, friends and such for advice now, because I've seen that, like, that kind of influences my opinion, basically, of the situation, because they'll either say, oh, like, she's either not that cool or whatnot, or like, yes, you should, even though when I'm kind of like, meh, about the situation, of course, maybe you want to talk about it, maybe that's going to help you, but I really strongly suggest leaning on yourself as being the only authority, or the person who ultimately decides, really, like, this is these are the kind of person that I want to date. Um, these are my non-negotiables, basically. And this is just what I decide on and not really necessarily seeking out so much for advice when you encounter problems and such and rather turning to your own wisdom and trusting yourself, trusting that you can figure it out and you can make the right decisions. And even when it's the wrong decision that you can bounce back from it. Um, I have a roommate who's, you know, he uh is engaged right now. And when he started dating his now fiance, like he maybe asked me once or twice for like advice. And before with other girls, he'd always be like advice, 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 like just all the time to the point where I was just like, you just got to make your own decisions, which, you know, I didn't really like because he actually just wanted my opinion, which, you know, I would give. But that didn't help in the end until he got to the point where he was just like, he felt confident in himself. He like just knew, okay, like he knew what he wanted. And so maybe asked for advice a couple of times when things came up, but really in the end, he's just like, I think this is something I can figure out on my own and I trust myself for it. And I know what I desire basically. So again, you are the only authority in the situation of dating and you just get to decide what you want. You get to decide. No one can tell you any different. You don't have to be nice or anything. You get to be quote unquote brutally honest. You get to be true to yourself.
Number four, the tip is it's only a game if you make it such. Sometimes it's kind of fun to make dating a game, like, you know, being coy, like texting, all this stuff. But really, I like to avoid the idea of treating it as a game because it kind of leads to something. It leads to people pleasing usually a lot of the time. Like this kind of goes along the point of like when you worry about what you're going to text next or what should you say that's like going to like going to be the right thing to say. Like like I just trying to navigate that whole thing. I think that's silly. <laughs> because if you are simply just true to yourself, you just are like, hey, this is what I would do in this situation. And then the person chooses to accept you for who you truly are. Bada bing, bada boom. That's a relationship right there. That's what you want. You want someone who wants all of you. Now, am I saying you need to be super honest and tell your deep, dark secrets on the very first date? No, not even on the third date. Not even maybe for three months necessarily because that'll scare some people right off the bat. Even if they're like attracted to you, they might be like, well, you're kind of weird and that you know would turn them off basically. The idea is, is you just be yourself. What's the kindest thing to do with people? It's to be honest. It's to be genuine. It's to truly just be yourself rather than putting up a facade of who that person wants or who like you think would be cool rather than like yourself. And this goes back to if you feel complete and whole as yourself and confident. This episode was sponsored by Angela Adams for letting me be on our podcast. Embrace it all. Thank you. And special shout out to Amy Watson for complimenting my podcast episode with Jody Moore. Thank you so much. And to everyone, keep it spicy. if you're being yourself, basically. Because if they reject you, then you're like, oh, well, I was being myself. Clearly, that's not the person for me because they didn't want me. You want someone who wants you, the true you that is not hidden in texts and stuff. You know, you can have fun with it, basically. But like, be yourself. Okay, number five, it is okay to be anxious when asking a girl or guy out. In fact, I think it's fantastic. I think you should be super nervous. One of the mantras I kind of live my life on is whoever you feel the most nervous about asking on a date, you should ask that person on a date. That's the person you want to ask on a date. Because your brain, your muffin head basically, going back to muffin head, he is resistant to anything <laughs> that requires energy, anything that's going to require effort, and dating requires a lot of energy and effort and vulnerability. If it sees something that like, oh, that's a potential for a relationship, that's actually someone you want, it is going to put up resistance. It's going to put up anxiety, all these reasons why you would be worried and shouldn't go on this date. Therefore, you should go on that date because you're not muffin head. You are yourself. You are bigger than your emotions, than your anxiety. It is okay to experience nervousness. It is okay to experience anxiety. It really is, in my opinion, a great way to tell that you are attracted to a person. You want to like spend time with that person if you're nervous. Now, like obviously, you don't want to be nervous because you're like, I feel like I'm in danger. I'll make that point clear, basically. But nervous to the point where you're like, you're just scared of what might happen, or you're you're worried about being vulnerable. Like totally normal, a hundred percent. Like it's gonna happen, basically. But it's about leaning into that, accepting yourself in that and being like, yeah, I'm still going to show up. I'm still going to try. And you might honestly have an amazing experience by leaning into it. 
and even if you don't, you still can learn from it basically and recognize that you are more powerful than your emotions. Sometimes they feel more powerful, but remember you are indeed more powerful. Wow, I recognize that this has already gone too long. So I'm gonna finish this up really quick, real quick typically is if you wanna know what's going on in someone's head, just ask them. You can't guess what's going on. You can't passive aggressive your way into it basically. It's only gonna make things messy. It's only gonna make things worse. Now, of course, if it gets messy and this is the way it happens, totally okay. But pay attention to the stories that you tell yourself when like they do certain things, like when they, I don't know, leave you on red for a while, or if they send a certain text and you're like spending your time interpreting, like, what does this mean? Basically, if you don't know what it means, just ask them. Or if you find yourself telling a story and, and that's like, I don't know, assuming the worst intention, basically try and think about what a good intention or just even a neutral intention is from the other person. And if you're still kind of confused about it, seek an answer. Now, I'm not saying don't have boundaries. Have boundaries when it comes to, you know, everything, honestly. You should have a set of, like, intentions and things that you expect in the relationship. But, you know, allow for forgiveness and also especially just allow for, for the idea of having open communication with the person and just being like, hey, this is how I felt, but I'm curious what your intention was by this or what you were thinking with this and what you're trying to say and so on and so forth. And last but not least, when it comes to dating, the biggest thing that I've learned and the biggest thing that I always continue to remember myself is that whenever you just, whether you decide you want to date this person or not, or want to keep dating this person or not, um, or get married to this person or not, whenever those decisions come up, remind yourself they aren't supposed to make you happy. Whatever emotions that you experience, they are your own emotions. And for your partner, it's their partner's emotion. They get to participate in it with you if they'd like to, but they're not responsible for your happiness. Therefore, you just a relationship is just deciding, do you want to experience life with another person? Do you want to be your own independent person with another independent person and do things like interdependently, basically? Do you want to have a life with another person where you are in charge of your own happiness and part of that is that you want to just enjoy being with them. Now, that doesn't mean that like can't be there for you. They can support you. They can love you. That is, you know, part of the fun and the beauty of being with another person is. But I feel like something that takes the air out of a relationship and what usually like choke things for me is when I felt like my emotions were because of this relationship. Like when I was anxious or when I was scared or was depressed or angry or happy, basically all of those emotions we're depending upon a relationship status, when in fact, that's not the truth. Your emotions are entirely dependent about what you're thinking and sometimes, you know, what's going on in your subconscious that you aren't even aware of. But one of the greatest secrets to your happiness when it comes to dating is remembering that your partner is not supposed to make you happy. That's not their responsibility. Their responsibility is just to be there, to exist, for you to get to be with them, for the opportunity to love and have experience with them. And that's amazing. That is just, I don't know, it's its a great gift. And remembering that you are in charge of your own happiness as well. And the same goes vice versa with the other person. They can't expect happiness from you. And so that's something to look at when you get into a relationship. Overall, all I can say 
is that from the successful relationships that I've seen in my time, they were all unique and individual. It's not like a cookie cutter, one cut fits all, basically. But I've seen great qualities in each and every one of them. What mattered was what they thought about the other person and what they desired. They were also their own individual people in these relationships. They were nervous and had doubts and and sometimes had to talk about it with people, sometimes sought help with it, basically. You get to ask help. You get to have coaching on it sometimes. That's a great avenue for it. But the biggest thing that's helped me when it comes to navigating dating and what I believe the biggest thing that can help everybody is to begin looking to yourself for your answers, begin looking to what you desire and simply trusting yourself. Simply trusting that you'll know when it's right. Simply trusting that you'll be able to figure things out, that like it's gonna work out in your favor and that you're gonna have the best relationship that you want. For those of you that are married and those of you that are stating and those of you that are entirely single, you are exactly where you need to be and you can have the best relationship with yourself right now and still have an amazing relationship with another person or figuring out what is that amazing relationship that you in fact desire. You are the only authority that can speak on your behalf when it comes to dating and navigating the world of relationships. Okay, my friends, um, I hope this has helped. I hope this sincerely has helped because it's something that I've struggled with and you know, these are just like things that kind of came off the top of my head. I really feel like it's some of the best wisdom that has happened from my own experience. And I'd love to hear from you guys if you have great wisdom that you'd like to share. Um, But overall, remembering to trust yourself, trust your intuition. You got this. You guys are amazing. And I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you want to personally see how what I talk about can change your life forever, sign up for your free coaching call today. This episode was sponsored by Angela Adams for letting me be on our podcast. Embrace it all. Thank you. And special shout out to Amy Watson for complimenting my podcast episode with Jody Moore. Thank you so much. And to everyone, keep it spicy.